Welcome back to This Is 30 Podcast with your host, Ash Turner. This podcast is all about helping you navigate your hot mess 30s. Each week, we'll bring you a podcast with our regular panelists, the gents and the ladies to come together to discuss all things impacting our 30s and making us hot messes. Let's just say there is nothing off the table here. This podcast is a safe place to learn, open your mind, understand different perspectives and journeys, and laugh a little at our stories and journeys. Life is a little messy at times, but you don't need to do it all alone. So let's get straight into this week's episode, which is a hashtag group chat. Welcome back to This Is 30 Podcast, where we are all about helping you navigate your hot mess 30s. Today's episode is going to be fascinating. We're going to be picking the guy's brains about what is actually attractive according to them. And as we know, attractiveness is not just the physical. So we're going to be exploring the emotional, the mental, the fashion, everything like that, what they used to find attractive versus what they don't really find attractive anymore. Um, but today's panelists, we have Liam from Darwin, we have Ra from Perth, and we have Ian from Brisbane. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey. I like First things first, I want to do a little bit of a hot mess check-in with you guys. So when I count to three, you're going to hold your hands up. Scale zero, oh wait, one to ten. Let me get my fucking own facts right. Uh, ten, you're a fucking hot mess. One, you're chill as fuck. And then we'll touch base on why is that in particular. And I do apologize to Ra and Ian for this because we literally just recorded another episode before this. So they're double taking it. So you got to pretend that you've changed, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Okay, so on the count of three, hold your fingers up to your hot mess scale. One, two, three. Liam's a five, we've got Ra a three, and we've got Ian as a nine. Liam, I'm going to pick on you because you are hungover. Please tell us why you're a five. Um, I don't know, probably because I'm hungover and... Yeah, I don't know. Could be better, could be worse. So I've just picked middle ground. Oh, this is going to be a great show. <laughs> this is going to be great. And it, I will also voice and comment if he does pick up another beard during this episode as well. So I'll bring you all up to speed because you cannot see this all. Thank you for that, Liam. Thank you for being alive today. Ra, you are a three. Tell us why that is. Uh, everything in life at the moment is just ticking along nicely. Uh, just going to work, doing my thing, coming home, just just happy, I guess. Single and no women in my life, so pretty pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, so that's a common theme <laughs> we are seeing. And then let's go to Ian. Let's tell us why you're a nine. I think it has something to do with a woman. Oh, yeah, look, baby mama drama is the same old, same old. Um, lawyers, court, money, that sort of stuff. Lovely. The adulting struggles. Yeah, it'll pass. It will. It's all, it's all a phase. So I am extremely blessed that I do not have any of those issues in my life. So very thankful for that. Before we get into the key questions, I want to do a little bit of a fact check with you guys. What I've done, as you know, I like to go and do my little investigating, look up articles, understand what attractive attractiveness is according to men. And I came across this particular article that made me giggle a little bit. It's from www.thelist.com. Um, these 
people don't even know what they did from memory now they surveyed about 2000 people uh, men in particular about what they found attractive from a male's perspective and i'm going to read out i think there's about 20 key things that came up and then afterwards i will get your thoughts on the list if there's anything that springs to mind as in you're like yep that's right or what the fuck i <laughs> i don't think that's attractive um, we'll have that little discussion before we get into the key questions. So according to these 2000 men, blue eyes was a thing, similar characteristics to their parents, having the right sense of humor, the right head tilt. I'll do that as a demonstration. Uh, they're taking the hunter and gathering sort of risk. So they liked risky women when it came to like money and parenting and everything like that. A high-pitched voice, two-stroke. Um, a woman who's ovulating, that's great. Did not know that. Thank you, guys. The perfect hips to waist ratio for childbearing. <laughs> this is like fucking Vikings days. Okay. They said that personality does matter. Uh, the average features worked for them, which was big eyes, small nose, full lips, and high cheekbones. Nailed it, guys. Thank you for that. Um, a medium bust size. Too big was not good and too little was not good, apparently. They liked good hair. 89% of the men said that hair is the first thing they notice, which is quite funny because we just recorded a hair podcast in the previous one. Tattoos and piercings was a thing. 69% of the guys said they were attracted to women with tattoos and 55% were attacked, uh, attracted to women that had piercings. And the most attractive tattoos were upper back and shoulders and the belly button for a piercing. And in fact, 32% of the men didn't have tattoos. So therefore that says to me, guys that don't have tattoos find women with tattoos attractive. They said that long legs is great. They would prefer the woman to be shorter than them. Uh, the woman had to have the right kind of walk. I did not understand this, so I'd like to understand what that is. That little, I don't know if it's the movement, I don't know, but they liked the right kind of walk. They said they like women that wear red, that had the perfect smile, had small feet. Sorry, Liam, feet did come up. They had to be a dog lover and have a certain smell about them. I try to not laugh throughout all of that. Ra, I'm going to pick on you first. What sprung to mind? Because I saw you laughing <laughs> a fair few times throughout that. Ra, I was picking on you. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm just trying to find that unmute button. Um, I just it did, did a woman write that article because some of it was like what the what the hell like hair like i i nah nah not really too worried about if you have hair that's good i guess but not really too fussed about what it looks like i guess only only girl only girls notice what hairstyles are in and stuff i guess um yeah nah um some of that was a bit redundant i guess but yeah more so on physical appearance i guess the perfect hips to waist ratio. I fucking lost it with that one. <laughs> yeah, hips to waist. Yes, like I did. I, I I know what I like, but I didn't know there was a ratio for it. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
love that. What about yourself, Ian? What sprung to mind with that? Oh, look, like, um, I think the ovulation one was a bit weird. What was up with that? So like, apparently, how, how would we even know? Apparently we have like those hormones, what are it, pheromones or whatever they're called. Oh, we have that, that, that smell that links in with that smell. You find us more attractive when we're in baby mode, which terrifies me. So thank you for the marina for stopping that with me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting with that one. Anything um, else? Other than that, I mean, most of it was pretty generalised, really. Like, I mean, hips, hourglass shape, you know, that sort of thing's, I guess, pretty standard. But I suppose we'll probably touch more on that stuff in a minute. 100%. What about you, Liam? I think your favourite comment would have been the feet one. I was going to say, where did you find these blokes? Or where did they <laughs> find them? That's pretty ordinary answers. Like, the, the tattoo one, like, yeah, I don't know about lower, like, to the back, like, on a cheek, I'll find it, like, on the side of the thigh and that. Those tats are attractive. I don't know about lower back. And, yeah, they were just all some pretty weird answers, like, I didn't get the walk one either. Like the right. I, I figure. Walk. I figure people were walking normal. Like unless you walk like a spastic. Like walks like <laughs> just normal. So everyone can go like read through that article. It goes through it in more details of like what it all meant, the science, everything behind it. But I think I just started cracking up after I seen the hips to waist ratio. I fucking lost it. It was entertainment for myself. So there we go. A little bit of a fact check. Let's keep going and moving forward so we're going to be breaking down attractiveness to your own personal preference okay so there's no right or wrong fucking answer or anything so no one's going to be doing a witch hunt on how dare you think this particular type of person you find attractive and not others it's just our own we all find things attractive and not attractive which is okay but the first thing we're going to be touching on is physical attractiveness so, Ian, I'm going to pick on you first because you were like, what do you find physically attractive when it comes to women? Oh, I mean, the standard nice eyes and lips, I think, is pretty standard. Um, someone that looks after themselves, but they don't have to be, you know, one of those crazy gym people or, or that extent. But obviously... Um, someone that just looks after themselves a little bit you know you can't be an absolute slob and and think mm -hmm. people are probably going to find you attractive realistically <laughs> um other than that with physical features i mean hair is definitely not even on the radar <laughs> um yeah i mean that's really it like just looking after yourself but i think eyes and and lips for me would be the big things do you have an eye preference at colors do you tend to have a pattern with that Ooh. I mean. Blue's probably up there. <laughs> <laughs> so the article got one thing right. Thank yeah, you. yeah. I mean, blue's probably up there, light-coloured eyes. But in saying that, like, everyone's different. Sometimes people have dark eyes and it looks really good on them, but it doesn't look good on other people, you know. So I wouldn't say I have a preference, but I do tend to, I think, lean towards that more blue, blue-eyed, blonde hair girl, I guess you'd say. I was going to say, you come across as a blonde hair girl. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely your vibe right there. Okay, uh, Ra, picking on you next. What do you find physically attractive? I'm going to have to agree with Ian on that one. I think it's the uh, eyes and smile, to be honest, or like 
just a kind face. Like, I, I don't really like many women that look like a bitch. I mean, I know no offense to those resting bitch face girls out there, but now the kind eyes and a nice smile is high up there, I guess. It's high regarded. There we I guess, go. Like, it's, I think um, it's pretty, like, standard as well, I guess, same as you want someone that's, you know, healthy, like whether that's not exactly like a gym junkie or a, just like an athletic woman, I guess it's just someone that doesn't look like she's unhealthy, I guess. So, yeah, that's what I find attractive. There we Physically, go. Anyway. Love that. Liam, what about yourself? Are you jumping on the smile and eyes wagon as well? Oh, definitely getting on the bandwagon. Um, I, I'm weak at the knees for like piercing green eyes or blue eyes. Like that's that's a huge weakness for me. Um, nice butt, gotta have a nice butt too. But um, but like the, like the fella said, as uh, long as they just look, they're looking after themselves. Um, but the, yeah, the eyes will get me every time. That's the the first thing I notice. So there we go, ladies. Your eyes. And I just want to pick things off a little bit more, explore things a little bit more with you guys. So, Liam, I'll keep picking on you first. What about body shape? Is it the curves? You know, I guess we all we grew up in the same generation where, I guess, thin, being really, really thin was a thing for women. That's what we thought was attractive if you think about the supermodels and stuff. That was our sort of generation. Um, but what are your body types? And we're not, you know, going too much into detail but do you like the skinnier women do you like the curvier women take us through that um curves in the right places i mean i don't know if i have a specific type like i like athletic build but also if i like a bit of meat on i don't like someone overly skinny and i also can't stand uh anyone really muscly like the chick's got a six pack of that can't uh, that's not for me but um yeah so just just the average average body really i'm not not a big boob man either more than a handfuls of waist so (laughs) i love Love that now we've heard so oh god the girls will be laughing at all of this i love that ian what about you body shapes what's your preference Oh look, I think my preference has actually changed. Um, yeah. When I was when I was younger, it was the very thin girls, as you were saying. It was just how it was back then. I think you just fall into that norm, that society norm. And now I find myself more attracted to, I guess, curvier girls, and it, not necessarily bigger girls, but just that mm-hmm. more curvy, you know, um, the hourglass like, shape. Yeah, that small waist. Nice hips, that sort of thing is is where survey. it's at. The survey yeah. was right. <laughs> oh, like a like I'm not gonna lie, a nice waist and a good hips or a good ass is nice. Yeah. But yeah, like when I was younger, it was more like yeah, the skinny girls, I guess you'd say. Yeah, because that's what we were all sort of forcing ourselves to be like. We were probably so unhealthy as well by trying to remain like that. But now you've embraced the curse and stuff. What about yourself, Ra? Uh, again, they're very similar to Ian. I used to love petite girls, like really short, small, tiny girls, I guess, because I'm short. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty short for a man. So I guess I always liked and felt secure with a girl that was 
say half my size, I guess, to make me feel more masculine. Um, now, though, I'd probably go for someone probably my height and uh, similar to weight. Like, yeah, I more I like the curves a little bit more too. Like, I don't like uh, stick thin girls. I'd a little bit more meat on the bones. So yeah, that's how, yeah. Gross. Slight changes. Gross. Childbearing hips, ladies. Childbearing hips. And something that I really wanted to pick your brains about, and you're all going to fucking hate me for this, but your thoughts on the cosmetic surgeries that us ladies get. So the Botox, the lip fillers, the boob jobs, all of that sort of stuff, because, and this I probably links in with one of the assumptions that women have that we think you guys think that's attractive and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, Ian, what are your thoughts around the cosmetic surgeries that we embark on, that journey. <laughs> I think you set me up here. That's um, a stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with it per se. If you want to get your lips done, get your lips done. If you want to get your cheek, whatever makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a point where it goes a little bit too far and there's maybe a little bit of um, that dysmorphia going on, like body image issues where it's kind of like, I think about it, I went to the gym, you know, when I was younger and at my biggest, like, physical peak, uh, I was quite a big boy and then I look back at photos. At the time, I thought I was tiny. But at, yeah. I look back at photos and I go, holy, I wish I looked like that now. So I don't, I think it's a bit like that. They don't necessarily see sometimes how far. Like, I've seen a few duck lips getting around and it's not necessarily the best look. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty terrible, to be honest. <laughs> Um, but other than that, like, if you want to do it, go for it. But I just think there's a point where maybe it's a little too far. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like Botox, like lips and stuff, fillers, all that, no dramas. I think if it looks natural, there's not a big issue. But if, when it starts just getting too far, it's not really my thing. I think that's a key. As long as it sort of looks natural. But what I do find is that I've had guys say, oh, I would be so against it. And then I'll be like, oh, who do you think's attractive? And then they'll list these people and I'm like, they all have that. You just don't realise that they do have the Botox and the lips done and the boobs. And they're like, no, they don't. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. So it's getting away with it and making it look natural. That is the key, ladies. That is the key. Ian, I mean, Ian, sorry, Liam, picking on yourself now. Your thoughts around cosmetic surgeries? Yeah, pretty much the same. Like just not getting carried away with it. Like, I don't know these girls that get the duck lips. Like, I was just saying, like, what? At what point did you look in the mirror? I'm like, yeah, that that's good. <laughs> that's me. Fucking guys are gonna love this. I look great because they look fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, just keep keeping it natural. I mean, we we all don't want to get old, so anyone's getting the Botox, keep their youthfulness and. Um, and it's a self-confidence thing, so I'm not against it. If a, if a girl has certain things, uh, she wants to keep her body image up and that. But, yeah, just not getting overly carried away that it just yeah, it looks absolutely ridiculous. And, and I think, um, yeah, it's the, the lips definitely. And when they don't get, like, their eyebrows tatted right, <laughs> I've seen some pretty questionable... <laughs> eyebrow tattoos <laughs> yeah yeah that's an art that one <laughs> but you're right I agree that if it's coming from the right place and you're doing it for you as well 
Um, there's nothing more like worse than thinking you have to do all this to impress guys. So if you're going to do it, I think you have to do it for you, not for trying to be more attractive for other people, if that makes sense. Yeah, just, for, just for your confidence. And yeah. I think that's all right. Right. Ra, what about yourself? What are your thoughts? I think it's pretty uh, standard across the board as a happy medium. I mean, like, if you asked me when I was younger, I'd be a bit more of a dick about it and say I think it's ridiculous, I guess. But over time, I've just learned people do things for themselves more so than other people. And if you want to get lip fillers, if it makes you feel better, then rock your shit, I guess. But I, I don't see the need. But if you want it, get it. It's pretty simple. So political, mate. So politically correct with that answer. Not, not like hungover Ian over uh, – fucking Liam and Ian over there. I love them. Um, my sort of thoughts on it, because I've had all of that sort of stuff um, and people will ask me about it, and that's just my own personal preference, and I'm opening up about this to you guys. This is just great, isn't it? But Ra's been there probably from the beginning. Having babies, that's why I got a boob job, ruined it. Thank you, Nate, ruined it, ruining that area. But that was a good reason why I got it. And, yeah, I've had – I've got Botox now, actually. I only started getting that because my 30s and my lines were coming, guys. I could see them coming. Need to embrace myself for that one. And I've had my lips done as well. Um, but, yeah, it comes at that sort of – that balance and stuff like that. I am very mindful of when I make a decision personally to do a cosmetic enhancement it's coming from the right place and i'll never do it in a sense of um an insecure state if that makes sense i'll never do things drastic sort of decisions and everything like that unless your children ruin your boobs then that is one sort of major investment that i made but it was right it was the right reasons for that one now we're going to move on to internal attractiveness this is all about the emotional, the mental, you know, that spiritual, the values, the personality, all that sort of stuff. And I really want to pick your brains about that and try to show me the differences from your early 20s versus your 30s now in what you found attractive. Look at you. Did you even notice that we had personalities back then? Like all of you just did that side eye look. <laughs> Like, was personality a thing? Probably not. So we will not be offended. That's why I want to show the growth in these men over the years. What did you? What do you find internally attractive to a woman? Like, what do they have to have in your books for like wife material? If that makes sense. The emotional, the mental, their values, their personality, thinking of things like this. I love, I've, I need to do this as a teaser. They're thinking faces right now, deep in concentration. Ian, I'm going to pick on you first. Go, tell us. Oh, look, um, that's such a broad question. I think values, I look for someone now that's very similar to myself and I spend a lot of time in the bush and, and collecting crystals and stuff like that. So somebody that will do that sort of stuff with me, um, I actually found it's a little bit interesting when I moved to Brisbane that, well, just my dating life here, it's been a bit different. Um, the girls are a little bit, I guess, more prissy here. Not all of them. Sorry, girls. Um, but like I am prissy, yes. The, I'll the girls that. back in Darwin were a little bit different, not scared to go out and, and get dirty and have a dig in the mud and, you know, like... <laughs> So it's a bit different. Um, so I look for that value, I guess. When I was younger, 
I guess, saying sort of, did girls have personalities? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. wasn't really about talking as much as it was about other things. Um, yeah. You know? So I definitely look for, yeah, personality is a big thing. I really like um, somebody with a bit of intelligence that I can have a good conversation with and that understands, you know, what you're talking about as well as they have their own things that they can put on you, their own views and things like that. Um, other than that, oh, look, I don't get into, I guess, religion or anything to do with that sort of thing. It's not my my side of things. So I, I wouldn't say I avoid it, each to their own, but I wouldn't probably date someone that was like Christian or something yeah. if they were pra- practicing and went to church a lot because it's mm-hmm. just not my thing. So it probably comes back to values, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Um, There's heaps of things I relate to with that. Um, and it definitely ch- changes over the years because if you asked us all at bloody 18 and 20 to prioritise looks over like a personality and values, Mate, I wouldn't end up with the fucking shit jobs that I've dated. Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> if I prioritise that over the looks and what I thought I needed to date, I'd be a, probably a lot happier woman back then as well. That's for sure. I think we'd all be happier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liam, what about yourself? Internal attractiveness to according to now and back then as well. Um, yeah, back then... I guess was just fun because we were always going out in the piss and running a mark. So it was just someone that was pretty much about that life as well. You'd have a good time and just easy going. Like where, whereas now um, it is someone that can hold a conversation. I like someone who's a bit competitive as well. So like whether we go out and like going to Kingpin or playing games or that, like I, I like um, challenge and, uh, they got to they got to be um, uh, be good at the banter a bit, but also just have thick skin, like because I like to fucking joke around and that a lot too. So if you you, you think uh, if you take things too personal, uh, like I need someone just easygoing that takes the time to understand my weird sense of humor and personality, because yeah i think that that's the main values and um from spiritual side of things like if they're just open to that like they need to be about card reading and all that shit but just being open to everything and mm-hmm. and you doing the same for them in return so i think i think that pretty much sums it up yeah 100 in- percent. intelligence is so attractive and i think there was this yeah. quote that it came up to say don't try marry someone for their looks marry you're marrying someone for like you know, 50 years down the track having that conversation with them being cranky old fucking people on their rocking chairs together and i was like 100 i want to be talking about fucking ancient alien shit and having like arguments about fucking the universe and stuff then if he fucking looks like a 10 out of 10 kind of thing like it's different it's how it sort of all evolves and stuff like that over the years Ra, what about yourself what do you find attractive internally Oh, well, that's changed over the years. Um, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really care much about personality. I mean, this is quite blunt, but I was just happy if they would let me hit. <sighs> no, nah, I'm joking. That's pretty. <laughs> I didn't really care much for personality when I was younger. Um, I had my boys that would they served their purpose in a very um, rude way, I guess. But I didn't really care much for personality as long as I got what I wanted in that aspect. But now. 
that I've sort of more focused on me and my journey. I don't really have as many mates as I used to. So if I was looking for a partner, um, it gets a bit more simple and not many people kind of put much uh, emphasis on it, but happy. I'm actually looking for a happy person or a playful person who doesn't want to take life too seriously. Like there's nothing worse than meeting someone who's like, they're attractive, you know, they got their shit together, but they're not happy. You know, like then you're responsible for their happiness and it's it's quite a burden. Um, but yeah, just happiness, intelligence. I look for someone who can actually think their way out of problems and situations instead of just like put their head in the sand and cry about it. You know what I mean? So a bit of independence. So yeah, um, just gone from no personality to at least a few base standards of a personality. Growth, mate. Growth right there in a nutshell. And I love because you guys can't see this. When he was talking about as long as I got what I want from them, the boys are pissing themselves laughing on the other ones because that was the priority back then, I guess, in your 20s as well. Like, Ra with some early morning savagery. I love it. Right. <laughs> just tell it how it is, bro. I was <laughs> <laughs> tiptoeing around that. You just went straight in. <laughs> This, this, this podcast is for you guys. You come out fucking swinging. I think Ra's got my sass. I had the sass in the previous podcast with my little attitude, so I've passed it on to him for this one. Fuck. My next question was around fashion. And I know this is – we all know that Liam hates sequin dresses that makes you look like a rainbow fish, girls. We've already heard this in a previous podcast episode. But uh, thinking about – Fashion, <laughs> and he is losing his shit right now. <laughs> Talking about fashion, what what do you find attractive when it comes to fashion and what women wear? Ian, I'm picking on you first because you will eight. What do you find attractive? Oh, look, I mean, if you want to do the before and now thing, before it was yeah. as much skin as you could show when I was younger. Get it, get it out for the boys. <laughs> um now i actually prefer the opposite um conservative yeah oh oh, not necessarily conservative but just not you know with everything hanging out i like a little bit of class um i really dig that whole business vibe for some reason those you know the business girls in the city look really good (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah i think my main thing's probably class just not not putting it all out there really (laughs) I love that. Look how much you have changed. (laughs) (laughs) What about yourself, Liam? Um, Yeah, look, classy now, like very similar to Ian's answer. But ladies, take note of Ash. Love Ash's style. She's got great fashion sense. Thank you. Anything like that. Any, a girl that knows when to dress classy, knows when to just have that fucking general style when it's casual. And I'm a sucker for active wear too, so. All guys are. Yeah, active wear, <laughs> active wear and lingerie. <laughs> it's a great balance, that one. That's a great yeah, it balance. Is. <laughs> it's a trap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trap me all they want. Thank you. Ra, what about yourself? Fashion, what do you find attractive? Uh, well, I think there's a time and place for everything. I mean, you know, you've got your beach wear, you've got your gym wear, you've got your 
nightclub date where you got all kinds of different styles, but, you know, it's time and place. Like, I mean, if you're dressing up as if you're going to the beach when you're going down to the shopping centre, you know, well, that's a bit, you know. Um, I guess just have some respect, I guess, at the end of the day. When I was younger, it was like my favourite time of the year was Halloween because – you guys can work that one out, but now um, it's more so. I don't know. Just, just have some respect for yourself, man. Like, yeah, don't try too hard. I guess I get. I, I like. I like gym. Like gym active wear. I guess that so you can wear that whenever. So I guess I'm. I'm quite simple. I don't even know fashion myself, so I can't expect a woman to know fashion either. That's their department. I guess everyone's an individual in that sense, but I don't really care. Just have some respect for yourself. I guess. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Wear what makes you feel confident, girls. That's what I say, and especially with the men as well. As long as you feel confident, it shows your individuality, I guess, and who you are. That's what I think. And it definitely changes over the years. If you think about how you guys fucking all dress in your 20s versus now, it would be completely different. None of you are wearing fucking unit shirts. Thank God for that, number one. But... And those, what was the other shirts that had the girls in fucking bass and Fruit Loose or whatever the fuck they were? I don't even know what that was. Was that Unit? That was Unit. That was Unit. Yeah, yeah. But, but there was Famous as well. Famous? Mate, they were Thousands fucking steps. shocking. Oh, Affliction when all those UFC shirts come out. Oh, everybody was a UFC fighter <laughs> with their tap-out shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have a separate um, conversation with the girls about what they found attractive and not attractive, and that definitely came up. The unit shirts was definitely a thing that came up that is not attractive. My next question. (laughs) Yeah, now you all know. My next question is, what is something weird that you find attractive? And I'm not saying fucking feet or anything like that. Is there, like, a certain perfume or something that you find attractive or how – a woman dresses or a certain feature or just something that you find it might not necessarily be weird but you're weirdly attracted to it if that makes sense like example would be if there's a certain cologne i smell i'm like oh hey like where's that smell coming from or if a guy wears all black i'm like i'm done i'm done r.i.p dead all black outfits done for me that's my thing in converse fucking get some connies guys so what about you guys ian what do what are you weirdly attracted to? Oh look, um, the first thing I thought of, and it's not a weird thing, um, glasses. glasses. It's the first like, like that look, like that look with the same sort of haircut like you, Ash. You know that sort of oh, that bob haircut. Well, I need some glasses. Um, and some nice, you know. I, I wouldn't say small, big, big, but not massive. Um, I guess yeah. that librarian look almost. Librarian. You know, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that sort of, it's almost like a, they're sexy, but it's like a secret, you know, like they they kind of, um, oh, how would you say it? It's just, it's different. It's not sexy like a bloody sexy. It's like a seductive almost, you know, but I find the glasses for me just do it. <laughs> It's effortlessly sexy, girl. So go get yeah. those bloody blue, what are they, blue screen glasses that aren't even glasses? Go get those. Yeah. Right. Yep. There we go. Okay, that's weirdly attractive. Okay, cool. Ra, what about yourself? What are you weirdly attracted to? Chicks and flannelette, eh? I don't know why. Uh... <laughs> Represent the bogans. <laughs> yeah, it's rugged, I guess. I don't know. It's, uh, 
I, I like tomboys, so it's sort of like masculine energy, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gay, but um, <laughs> I, I like tomboys, so I guess I like the flannel. <laughs> you like the edgier style, don't you? Yeah, Ra's not the high-maintenance type. Like he, No, he's dated that before, let's just say that. Not his thing. Not his thing at all. Liam, what about you? What are you weirdly attracted to? Um, girls that wear good kicks, man. Air Forces, like, I, I will fucking marry that bitch if she's fucking getting around. Sort of, again, sort of like the tomboy looks sometimes, but if they're rocking the kicks and they know how to dress, know that style, like, yeah, that, that'll catch my eye every day of the week. <laughs> Flannels with glasses and Air Force shoes, ladies. Done. That was yeah. that was actually going to be my second thing. I was going to say Air Forces or yeah. uh, Vans. I don't know why Converses. I just find it that's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're halfway there. The next question I have for you is what did you used to find super attractive and you're like, oh, fuck no now. Like, just that 10-year gap from 20 to 30, you're like, how did I find that attractive? Like, what was I thinking? Ra, I'm going to pick on you first. What did you find attractive versus no way at all now? Mini skirts, the size of belts, and boob tubes. <laughs> and or denim, denim mini skirts. I don't know why. Like, I can see her ass. I fucking love it. Um, now it's like, yeah, no, uh, probably leggings and, uh, a black shirt with a flannel. That's probably what I go for now. Maybe. There you go. Huge <laughs> yeah. difference right there. Gross guys. Gross. Ian, what about yourself? Oh, look, you literally took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was going to say. Boob tube, the little tiny boob tubes and the mini skirts, the Supreme ones that used to get around oh, everywhere. Supreme, that does was, that uh, exist anymore? Yes. I'm pretty sure I've seen it down here. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's here. But, um, yeah, like, that was my number one. If, you know, I'd walk past Supreme at Cash Arena and sort of go, hey, what's going on in here? You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, now I look at it and I go, oh, that's terrible. Like, please just put some more clothes on. <laughs> Growth. Well done. Well done, Ian. Well done to you. Liam, what about yourself? Red flags. Find them attractive. Red flags. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and they're normally walking out of spray too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, yeah, very, very similar to the... Fellas, that, that was the, the look we go for back then. But, yeah, I, I, I love me a red flag. Ra has fucking lost it. Like, he's, he's, like, crying. And you know what's funny? Oh, I just, the girls said the same thing. They're like red flags. <laughs> I just love the whole uh, sip of the water bottle, red flags. <laughs> just casually. At least you've learnt from your mistakes and you've recognised that. Some of us are still chasing the red flags or the amber ones in between. My next question for you guys is, what assumptions do you think women have on men when it comes to attractiveness? 
What do we always assume you find attractive, but you guys are like, nah, that's not the case. And we've probably heard it with some of those um, survey type things as well, because it may have been a woman that was writing that as well. So, Anne, what are some assumptions that you hear from women in what we think men think are attractive, if that makes sense at all? Oh, look, I've definitely heard the hair thing a couple of times. And now it's just in that your little survey. Mm. Um, definitely don't care. Well, really don't care about that sort of stuff. Um, other than that, I don't know. I think women think that we care if you're super fit or not, you know, like going to the gym and stuff like that or being super toned. Mm. No, nah, look, it's, it, you don't have to be per- Nobody's perfect, you know. Um, some of us are very close, but not all of us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like it's just one of those things where we don't really care too much about that. If you're, It's more so if you're a good person, I think. Mm-hmm. I, don't really, I don't really have much else to say to that. Like it's just it's not really much it. else that I, that I hear women talk about, really, <laughs> probably because I'm not listening. There is another issue. That's another podcast topic. Thanks. <laughs> when they switched up the ears. Liam, what are some assumptions that you uh, have heard that women think? Um, yeah, that is a, a tricky one. Um, I mean, we're pretty simple. So <laughs> blokes, are, blokes are pretty cruisy. Like, if, they're, if they're thinking any, anything, like we're basic, like take care of yourself, I can whatever <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't even know what their assumptions um would be that we like like we're not fucking hard to figure out we definitely don't like duck lips so and we definitely don't like sequined skirts <laughs> yeah that make you look like fucking rainbow fish fucking yeah. barramundi and we don't like feet <laughs> <laughs> some men do some men do though that's creepy yeah they, they do those articles that you research they're like small feet. There we go. Ra, what about yourself? Well, I think it changes with the age, um, to be honest. I think younger girls think guys like uh, like little sluts, I guess. Like, fuck, that's actually really – I just heard what I just yeah. said. That sounds really bad, but I'm pretty sure, like, the, the younger girls I grew up with in Darwin, they assume that guys like the more uh, revealing. Available. Yeah, like if you show off your tits and your ass is hanging out, you you know, guys love that. And I guess we did, I guess, <laughs> you get what you ask for, really. Um, if you use sex to sell, I guess you're going to get a fuckboy, you know what I mean? Um, but I think most girls, to be honest with you, the biggest competition, like not competition, but girls don't really dress for guys. You'll find that girls dress for other girls. It's I think they sort of know we don't give a fuck. But, yeah, well, that's my theory anyway. But, yeah, I don't think girls really care what we think. They do it for themselves and other women. Yeah, true, very true. Yes, 100%. When you're in your 20s, yeah, that's all you think about is the other girls in the competition and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's got the most... What well, less revealing outfit. I never did that because I had a baby young. So I didn't do that. Wasn't on that bandwagon. But all of my other hot friends, they were all into that. I was like, you do you, boo. I'll have be over here with my baby. <laughs> you do that. My next question is a little uh, – it's a question that the ladies kept sending through. And I'm going to ask you to you guys because I want to hear your opinion on it all. Yep, get your necks fucking cracked and everything. Get ready for this one. The girls want to know – 
why do men say that they want a strong, independent woman and then end up leaving that strong woman for a woman that's complete opposite to that? So probably like more needy and fragile and insecure and stuff like that. Very interesting topic and question, mind you. So, Anne, I'm going to pick on you first. What are your thoughts around that? Oh, look, um, I think the whole strong, independent woman thing, maybe they think they want that, and when they actually get it, they don't realise, you know, what it means. Um, I've been with a few women like that, and I'm pretty strong-minded myself, strong-willed. I think for my personality type, it doesn't work so well. Um, You know, you get a lot of personality clashes and things like that. all in all, like I don't really think it's a. There's a reason why I think it comes down to every single person's individual. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say there's a lot of guys out there that probably aren't quite ready for it. They think they they want a strong woman, but when they get it, it sort of puts them off a little bit, or you know. And I think that's personally, I think that's a little bit of weakness um, in themselves. But mm. you know, like I've I've yeah, I don't have a drama with women being strong. I think it's awesome. But I certainly do notice that with that strong-willed characters, if you're strong, strong personality as well, yeah, you'll probably clash a little bit. And it didn't really work out for me. So, mm. yeah, I guess that's my sort of take on it. Yeah, so like the clash for the titans kind of thing. And it's interesting because yeah. you're, especially when you're younger, you're like clashing for like who's alpha male kind of thing. Like a yeah. dog in a relationship does not work, especially when you throw fire on a woman and she just fucking explodes kind of thing. Um, And then guys just don't back down because they're trying to stand their ground as well. But then when you get, like, older, you want a balance of both, like that feminine and masculine energy, and both of you take turns because I think it one of you will go down a shit time as well and you would want the other one to keep the world from, you know, keep your plate sort of fucking spinning while you sort of go down your little path and come back together again. It's sort of that mixture now. But I think that's because as a society we're more accepting for men to play that feminine sort of energy and role now when if you asked us like 10, 15 years ago, we were, guys in their head would be like, no, I can't display that kind of thing, that softer side. But now girls are like, yeah, we actually fucking want that. We want that mixture of both, just like with – women i think as well we want that mixture of both as well that's just my perspective anyway liam what about yourself what are your thoughts on that question i reckon you could uh, answer that for the girl straight up because you did your research and i don't believe strong independent woman was on the list from the 2000 men that were interviewed so <laughs> maybe True. maybe exactly. maybe they're not looking for it but uh <laughs> um yeah it, it's i don't know if again it's um it's on on the person in the individual i mean i don't know if guys sometimes say it to girls thinking that's what they want to hear but mm-hmm. um like you were just saying there there does need to be that medium balance of it because um i'm strong and independent myself so i'd like someone to at least have a bit of that because you don't want someone to become dependent yeah. On you. And um, that way you're a, a better standing on your own and doing your own things and then come together when you, when you need. So then it does need to be a good balance of it. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some guys might feel um, like they need someone to need them 
So where when they they do feel um, a little bit or whatever, when they uh, do meet that person, they're not ready for it. Yeah, that's exactly what Brad said in a previous podcast episode. He said maybe the guy just needs to feel. He said, ladies, in a polite way, sometimes you girls are so strong and independent that you don't let your guard down to allow the guys to play that masculine role, if that makes sense, because we've got our shit. And I know I've had the feedback from my guy mates to say, Asher, you got your shit together too much and you don't need anyone, you don't want anyone kind of thing, because it sort of offsets that sort of partnership and balance as well. So sometimes we come across too strong and sometimes a guy just wants to be wanted and needed as well, which is hard, ladies. I know. It's fucking hard. That's a struggle. Hence why I'm staying single, okay? Let's just cut to the chase with that one. Ra, what are your thoughts? I think there's varying levels of, like, you know, strong and independent. I mean, like, you could scale it from, like, 1 to 10. Yeah. Um, I think there's a happy place where well, it depends on the individual, like myself, uh, my ex-partner was like a level one, strong and independent. So she was weak and dependent. Um, so I had to experience that for a few years and it took a lot of my energy. Um, like I'd, I would rather someone um, who wants me than needs me. I guess like you, you say that most men find that you have your shit too together. Well, I would find that as a, that attractive. So if I were to meet a girl like you who has her shit together, who has her own money, who is independent, who's, who doesn't need me, I would feel like, fuck, man, I must, must actually be a, a decent guy because she wants me. She wants That's me. She doesn't need me. I, I, huh. I find that far more intriguing and attractive than a girl goes, oh, how much you make a lot of money. I like you. So straight away it's like a. Uh, an insincere gesture, I guess. So if you found someone who had their shit together, they want to be with you. They don't need to be with you. And I think that's more rewarding. But that's just me. That's just probably because I came from such a dependent relationship. Yeah. I mean, I felt like a father. So I, I felt uh, anything where I don't have to be in charge of everything, I don't mind. I'm quite an alpha in a relationship, I guess. But it's also nice to have a partner that can sort of take that dominant lead when, well, you don't always feel like you want to be an alpha, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're vulnerable and we have good days and bad days. And sometimes it'd be really fucking nice if your partner took the lead and you didn't have to make decisions on absolutely everything. So I think, like I said, there's a happy, happy balance on that. That is a very good perspective. So I just ate my own words with that. Thank you, Ra. Thank you for that. This next bit is called You've Got the Power. So you guys get to ask one question to anyone on the call today, the other guys, or you can attack myself, whatever you wish. Um, who would like to go first? You can put your little hand up if you have a question for someone online. Go, Ian. All right. This one's for you, Ash. Stitch up. Stitch up. <laughs> How many uh, mils of Botox do you get? <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. I get two or, sections. Or lack of. I get two sections. I get here because I frown a fucking lot. I have that resting bitch face. Thank you, Ra, for commenting on that. Uh, I do have that naturally. And then I just get it up here. But I don't get too much because I don't need it. But I have a very expressive no. face. Very. I would say you're on the level where you can't tell. So. You know, 
not a negative thing at all. <laughs> My point of it is I only want to do it for a few years and then stop just to make the muscles weak, if that makes sense. That's what yep. I'm doing it for, so I don't plan on doing it for fucking the next 20, 30 years because I could put money elsewhere. But you just need to do it for a few years to just relax your muscles and then I can pretend I'm naturally aging gracefully. You haven't thought, you ha- you haven't thought about frowning less? No, because everything <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> Thank you for that input, Lee. Look how cocky he is now that he's fucking awake from his fucking hangover. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you for that question, Ian. Who else has a question? I've got a question. Um, Go right. What was your main reasoning behind getting lip injections? This is for you, sorry, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say, which guys have got this? Oh, yeah. Fine. Um, nah. I only got a little bit. I've only had it done once, and that was years ago. So mine have lasted this long. Thank goodness for that. Um, I got it as my big fuck you from my domestic violent relationship because I always had like really thin lips and I never liked it. And I was like, oh, I'd love to do that. And he would say, if you did that, I'd fucking like punch you in the face kind of thing. So once I left that relationship, that was my like fuck you kind of thing to go, I can do that. It was like a self-empowerment thing. Um, And I did it for me before i think it was before it was like a big trend i just did it subtly over a period where i got to this sort of size when that's it um and i was happy with the sort of shape and stuff like that that's why i got it if that answers your question yeah yeah each their own i know guys don't like it but i did it for me and i'm single for the next fucking 20 years anyway so hey liam what question do you have I'm sure you're going to stitch me up as well. I got nothing. Got nothing. Come on. Haven't you got enough out of me for today? (laughs) I can't compute, man. (laughs) Love that. Love it. Well, we'll finish it up there then, guys. Thank you so much for today's episode. Thank you for... Ian finally dialing in, took him a while, but he got there anyway. And thank you, Liam, for showing up hungover. Much appreciated, champ. (laughs) Team player, team player. Team player. That is a wrap-up of this week's episode with This Is 30 podcast. If you loved this podcast episode and you learned something from it, don't forget to rate and review because this helps us push up our podcast up the ranks to help other hot messes out there. But also share this podcast episode on your social media and tag us in it because you never know who out of your friends and family that are following you need to hear this right now and are struggling with the same issues. So this may empower them and motivate them in some way. If you're not already following me on Instagram, which is so rude, by the way, you can follow me at thisis30 underscore podcast. And lastly, if there's any particular topics that you want us to discuss from the panelists and hear their perspectives, hit me up. I'm giving you permission to slide into my DMs. And I never say that. So you're welcome. You should feel lucky. That is it, Hot Messes. I will speak to you all next week.